Hey love, welcome to the show. I have Danica here for part two of our conversation and we are going to be talking all about giving you permission and really encouraging you to take the time and take the space to define success for yourself, defining success in your life, what success would look like and mean to you, and then also in your business because it is so easy to just start a business or start moving towards a goal and really just moving after whatever you see online or whatever you see other people doing. And so in this episode, we're going to be sharing with you why it is so important to take the space to really reflect and really pray on what God is calling you to, on the calling that's on your life, on what your values are in this season so that you don't start chasing after goals that really are not for you and that you aren't going to find fulfilling because they're not in alignment with what God has for you or in alignment with your values right now. If you have received any type of value from the show, it would mean so much to me if you headed down and left a rating and a review. That's how more women find the show. And I genuinely just love knowing how the show is pouring into your life. So if you have a second, head down, leave a rating and a review. I appreciate it. And I appreciate you so, so much. Hey love, welcome to the show. My name is Devani. I've been in the mental health field for about five years and I have my master of social work. Every episode, you'll hear faith and psychology-based mindset and emotional wellness tools to help you start taking better care of yourself, feeling more present in your life and your business, and creating your life by design. Let's dig in. All right. So today we're going to be talking about a lot of amazing things. I'm here with Janika. So, so excited. So would you like to start us off with one of your favorite, an, a nugget, a quote, a verse, anything that just really resonates with you um, about the topic that we're going to be talking about or just in general? What's one of your favorite? So the verse that I think really um, like exemplifies what I'm set out to do in my business is I, I always get this mixed up. It's Romans 12, two or Romans two, 12. I think it's Romans 12, two, 12, two. Yes. Yeah, 12, two, I, I bet. Always, I bet. I, I always get those numbers mixed up. It's so funny, but anyway, just talking about how, you know, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you can, you know, go forward and fully embody like what God's, you know, good, pleasing and perfect will is, you know, however that's phrased. It's just, it, I think that's so powerful because it's really gives you permission to just, you know, you don't have to be like everyone else. You don't have to conform to anything other than what you feel called to do. And to do that, trusting in the, you know, the growth process and the expansion process and just completely transforming yourself from the inside out in order for you to walk walk boldly in your purpose and that has just really you know that's really what I've built the foundation of what what it is that I'm all about because it's just it sums it up perfectly so good there's literally so many different ways that we could dig into this and I know that just following you on Instagram and seeing so much of what you put out in the world you're 100% spot on. Like so much of what you share is about 
doing things your way, right? In alignment with God and your way, not what you're seeing everyone else doing. Do you have anything else that's coming out to you just about that in itself? Because I feel, especially as being a business owner in the online space, there is a lot that comes into that. And even just as a woman of the world, like there's so much that we we adopt, we learn from other people, from our culture, and it can be so challenging to even realize that that's happening. And then to know like, no, I can do it a different way. And we're actually called to do it a different way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think it's the, the struggle here is almost twofold because you don't want to conform too much to what everyone else is doing and what they say the quote unquote right way is, or, any of that, but then at the same time, you don't want to get too wrapped up in what you want to do. It's like, this is, you know, my way or the highway. I want to do it this way. Like I know what's best for me because both of those avenues are equally as toxic and equally as harmful in the long run in terms of what it means to walk, walk in your purpose. Right. Because as, as a Christian, like your way isn't you know, isn't necessarily the right way, but when you make your way God's way, that's really the sweet spot. And so I think that's really the most important thing to pay attention to is because I'm a firm believer that whatever you desire is what it is that you're meant to be pursuing and whatever your strengths are is how you're meant to, you know, move forward with things. But then it's also your responsibility to understand that your strengths and your desires aren't necessarily the way that God wants to be moving through you. So having that awareness can be, can be difficult at, (laughs) difficult at times for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And then that's where discernment comes in and prayer Mm -hmm. and all these things to make sure that we're, we're in his alignment. And in another interview that I did recently, it was thinking about like, but God, your will be done. Right. So like coming Mm -hmm. in with all the things that we want and that we desire and what we envision, but then saying like, your will be done though, which can be so difficult. But I love this concept of not conforming because I think especially just, we are inundated, inundated all the time, everywhere, like wherever we go online. Um, and then even in person, you know, there's just so much around us. that's telling us what our life needs to look like, what we need to look like physically, what our routines need to look like all of these things. And so do you have any, any suggestions or just any thoughts on that, where it's like, we have so many sources that are coming to us all of the time saying, you need to be doing it this way. Your life needs to look like this. And you recently posted on, I don't know if it was an IG story or something, but like you've been sharing more about creating success on your own terms, what that means for you versus what we sometimes adopt is like, oh, well, this is what I should be reaching towards versus like, no, like this is what I actually want for myself and for my life. Yeah. Because we're constantly absorbing other people's content and just hearing all of these messages all the time. And especially as, as a woman and as an entrepreneur, it's very easy to get so wrapped up in this like boss babe culture where you're like, I, I like, I can get on a whole other tangent about all the problems I have with, with boss babe culture, but 
it, it's just so easy to get so wrapped up in this idea that you have to have 10K months or 20K months, or you have to have a membership, you have to have a group program, you have to have this, or you need to have a certain amount of money or a certain amount of influence in order for your business to be seen as successful. And if, you know, if you don't put in this amount of effort, or if you don't get this kind of result, then you're not taking your business seriously. Or, you know, it's almost like this, um, this like, duty to represent all women in terms of how successful you are with your business. And I think that's just absolutely ridiculous because at some point we, we got to this, like we had this idea that you need to be this like super successful, like CEO, six figure, seven figure, you know, powerhouse woman and just completely abandon everything else that maybe you find fulfillment. And it's like, well, what if you want to be a stay-at-home mom and have coaching be, you know, or whatever it is that your business is. Like, what if you want to just be a stay-at-home mom or if you want to be a homemaker and have your business be, you know, less of a six-figure income and more of a way for you to serve and to just creatively express yourself? And what if that is, you know, what if that is successful to you? Right. And then you'll have people come at you being like, oh, like you're treating your business as a hobby or you're not taking yourself seriously or whatever. And it's just, you know, don't let that kind of stuff get to you. Right. Like when you're showing up in your business, just think about how it feels in your gut when you're doing something like when you're when you're launching a program or you're writing a post or you know, talking about your goals, like how you feel in your gut when you're talking about that? Like, do you feel genuinely at peace and excited about what it is that you're doing? Or do you feel this like sense of anxiousness, anxiousness and this sense of like, I need, I need to do more. I need to be more, or I'm not, I'm not X enough, right? Because when you're coming from that space of lack and that space of I'm not already enough, or I'm not, um, you know, I'm not doing things right somehow, but like we get this, like, I'm not doing things right, but we don't exactly know what right means. There it is. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Like what is right? What is, yes. Yeah. And it just, it just gets so overwhelming. And I see, like, I've seen this in clients. I've seen this in, you know, people that I follow on Instagram and it's these, you know, for mothers, especially, they just get so overwhelmed with, oh my goodness, like I don't have childcare today or I need, you know, they feel guilty because they're not spending enough time with their children. And then when they, when they spend more time with their children, they feel guilty because they're not spending enough time on their business. It's just this constant feeling of I'm never doing it good enough. But just when you get really clear about like, well, what is good enough for me, right? If I have one client and I'm, you know, putting out a few posts a week or doing a couple of podcast episodes or whatever, like if that's enough for me and if I feel satisfied and if I feel like I'm, you know, I'm where God is, where God wants me to be, then that should be good enough, right? Just understanding what exactly that looks like and being really clear about what that looks like for you, not what that looks like for Sally, the business coach next door. Thousand percent. I think this is something that I've moved through a lot and continue to move through because I feel like it's so easy to just see, like you said, what everyone else is doing or what people are saying you should be working towards. And so I love what you're saying about 
and values. Like everything that I do is, you know, the foundation is like values work. Like what are your values? What is God really calling you to do? And so really tuning into, yeah. Like what does this, what do you want this to look like in your life? Like, what are your values? What do you actually want this to look like? And I think so many times we don't do that. And I don't think I did that in the beginning. And so it's like, you then just get to this point where, like you said, you feel like you need to be doing more because you're not hitting that huge benchmark. And it's like, is that really what I'm being called to do? And does that really help me create the life that I'm trying to create? Because like you said, like sometimes, you know, some, some woman may want to just be able to do one or, you know, have one or two coaching clients and just put out a couple podcast episodes. Some other women may want to make however much, and neither of those are wrong, but it's taking the time to ask, what do I want this to look like? So that you're moving towards something that is really aligned with you, with your purpose, with what God has for you, rather than just, you know, unconsciously moving towards what everyone else is doing and what you feel like you have to do. Because if I start a business, this is what I have to do. And I have to make that amount and it has to look like this versus taking that time to really identify that for yourself. Yeah. And I think as women, there's like a unique pressure to like succeed on behalf of all other women, which is just, it's just absolutely insane. It's like how I choose to live my life has absolutely no bearing on, you know, like, women like females as a whole or like you know this weird like weird twisted like feminist approach to business that is just absolutely insane to me it's just so adds it adds so much extra like stress and pressure to I have to be successful otherwise I'm a otherwise I'm a failure to women everywhere and like since when have you heard a man be like oh I have to be successful otherwise I'm poorly representing males it's like like every man represents himself in his business. Why, you know, why is it so different for women? It's just, I don't get it. Yeah, absolutely. Let's, let's think about, is there anything else that you would give a woman permission for, right? I love giving out permission slips and I feel like you're super good at this. So giving out permission, so giving out permission slips to a woman who is growing her business, you know, whatever that looks like, it could be online. It could be, you know, in person, she's growing her business and she's struggling with, like, I feel like I need to be doing more or doing this, or she's, you know, reaching towards these things that maybe don't actually feel fulfilling to her. And she's feeling stressed and overwhelmed with all the things. What is something else that you would give her permission for, or that you would guide her with? I would just say, give, give yourself permission to explore what it is that you really want, because when we like so so many of us are not in the habit of fully admitting what it is that we actually want to get out of life because we subscribe to these ideas or these narratives that we need to want something and then we deny ourselves what it is that we actually want because it doesn't necessarily align with what they say that we should want so just giving yourself permission to explore what that might look like And understanding that just because you have an idea of something you might want doesn't mean you have to pursue it. Like you're not going to be married to every idea or every, um, you know, every vision that you have for yourself or or for your business, right? If you decide that I'm going to be a coach, right? You don't have to fully 100% commit to 
being a coach for the rest of your life, right? You can, you know, you can explore it to the extent, that, oh, like maybe you explore coaching for a few months and it gives you an, gives you an idea for something else that, that you want to pursue, right? So just giving yourself permission to, um, to do that without feeling like you have to tie yourself down to things all the time, because that's not how you find find alignment, right? Like give yourself to find that thing that really makes you feel excited. And people might not understand what that looks like. People might not, you know, people might look at you as someone who is undisciplined or someone who can't commit to things. And of course there is a need for focus and for discipline, right? If you're jumping around from place to place all the time, you're not gonna get very far. But at the same, at the same time, giving yourself permission to explore and to play around with things because Otherwise, you're just going to end up doing something half-heartedly that you don't like doing and you're not going to get very far anyway. That's so good. And I think that gives you the pressure to release the timeline too, that I think so many mm-hmm. of us adopt this timeline because I feel like what I hear from a lot of people is, okay, so within 12 months, you know, I was making six figures. And so this is the process that you should take to then also be able to reach that. But what happens is I feel sometimes when there's if that's what you're going towards, which there's nothing wrong with this, but that doesn't give you a lot of space to explore, Mm -hmm. to try out different things and to genuinely see what you enjoy, or maybe what you're actually being called to, because you have to stick, right? Like you have to find something, stick to it, and then do this entire process. Exactly. And just fully, like just accept what you might have as I don't want to say liabilities, that's the wrong word, but just things that you, um, I'm struggling to come up with a way to articulate this, but just like be okay with who you are versus, you know, what everyone else might be. Like not everyone is a single 24 year old person with a savings account who can afford to spend 12 hour days, um, you know, or who can afford to invest in coaching right off the bat and who can afford to spend half a day writing content and sending DMs and going on stories and, you know, all, you know, marketing takes time, marketing takes energy and building a business takes a lot of time and energy. And if you're, let's say you're a mom, you're a wife, you have a house to take care of, you have kids to feed, you have a social life, you know, understanding that these things you might be, you might want to put those ahead of your business and that's fine. Right. I think what makes a lot of people miserable is they get, they feel so pressured to put their business first and they feel so pressured to show up in the same way that someone with way less commitments shows up and that's not possible for everyone. Right. And trying to make yourself like trying to twist and contort yourself to seem like you have those same privileges is just going to make you miserable and it's going to make everyone around you miserable. And Something that's give yourself permission to show I love up that's... in the, the way that works for you. Yes. And your and that, lifestyle. Something that's coming up for me is, you know, we talk about the comparison game all the time. It's something that, you know, we talk about, I think reminding yourself when you are on social media, when you are wherever it is that you hang out and you see other people and you're thinking like, dang, they are way further ahead. They're posting way more than I am. They're doing way more than I am. I want you to remind yourself, like, I have no idea what the rest of their life looks like because you don't like you exactly what you just said. You have no idea what their other commitments are. Their priorities are, they may have more time. They may have more to invest. Like 
We don't know. And so when you catch yourself in that moment, that's what I want you to start practicing is saying, I have no idea what the rest of their life looks like. And all we can do is do what we can do. And I love how so much of what you're sharing is encouraging people to go back to their values and maybe even draw this out, like draw out what are the values in your life? What are the priorities that you have right now? Because we cannot have 30 different priorities in one season of life. Like maybe it is your family. Maybe you have young children. Maybe you are growing, you know, whatever that looks like. There could be a million different things, but owning what your values and priorities are. And then reminding yourself every day that you're just called to live those out and that you don't know what other people are being called to. You don't know what their life looks like because they're on their own journey. And so reminding yourself that every day, that you're just called to live out your values and your priorities in this season, even if it looks different. Exactly. And just because your business isn't the first priority in your life doesn't mean that it's not important to you or that you're not as, that you're not like just as much of an entrepreneur, just as much of a business owner as someone who's able to put their business first or someone who even wants to put their business first. Because for me, and this became especially true after I got married, my business is not my number one priority in my life. And I am fully okay with that. And yet somehow that's like almost taboo. And like in entrepreneurship, like culture. And I've always, I've always really disliked the culture of entrepreneurship, even before I became an entrepreneur, because I would go to like um, conferences and things like that. And they were just like, entrepreneurs are just so like, so overly zealous and overly like confident about like you know taking risks and whatever and you know like really looking down on people who don't work 12-hour days or who don't invest ten thousand dollars a month in their business or whatever it is and it's like the only people who say that you have to do that are people who don't really care as much about your success as much as they care about making themselves look good. Yeah, that's so powerful. And I think, you know, like I said, so much of what we're talking about is just discerning what is for you, like what is for you. And Mm -hmm. so much of what you're saying is resonating with me and my own journey, honestly, like coming into the online space and like, it's just so, so important that you're taking the time to reflect on what is for you. And I think you're totally right that it feels taboo to say that growing your business isn't your top priority, but that's not, that's not necessarily what we're called to do. And I would, I would try to, you know, I don't know what the term is, but I would, what's the, what's the word, like be daring enough to say that like, as faith-filled women, as spirit-led women, we're not supposed to put our business first like God comes first. Right. And mm-hmm. then we have all these other pieces of our life that are the bare fruit and our business may be part of that, but that's not something that we're called to do. So reminding yourself of that, giving yourself permission to do that. And I would even say to just continue being very intentional. And we've talked about this being very intentional with what you're consuming online, because if you're consuming too often or too much, or maybe from people who are, you know, continuing the continuing to either they have these beliefs themselves that they're, you know, sharing with you about like that whole hustle culture and all of that stuff. Or if you're feeling that way, if you're being triggered to feel that way, when you see their content, like be intentional about that and limit your time, limit whatever it is that needs to be limited so that you can continue to 
renew your mind and really focus on your mindset and keeping your focus on your priorities and your values instead of getting distracted. I'm feeling like we need to always be doing more and more and more. Yeah. And I want to add to like, be careful about the people that you hire in terms of service providers or coaches or whatever it is, because if you hire a coach who either, either pushes you to do business in a way that doesn't feel aligned or makes you feel like they might not tell you directly, but they might make you feel like you have to run your business in a certain way or you have to have your priorities lined up in a certain way. Be really, really careful with the types of coaches that you hire, because if your coach doesn't empower you to do your business in your way, or let's say you're, I'm just going to use like the, you know, your, your mom example, right? If you're a mom and the coach that you hire is a 26 year old single person who lives in her own apartment in New York or whatever, it's like, you have two very different lifestyles two you know, very different, probably very different priorities, probably very different goals. That's not to say that she might not be able to help you immensely and give you value. But if you don't know for sure that she is able to help you in a way that allows you to be aligned with your priorities and your desires, then it's going to still be such a constant struggle. Like for me, like I've hired coaches that ended up not being aligned like at all. And then I felt like it was my fault because I wasn't getting the results that I wanted. And I was like, oh, I just need to open up more to my coach. I need to talk more about this with her maybe, or I need to do things this way. Like I just working with like if working with your coach makes you feel more insecure about yourself, then you need to fire that coach immediately and find someone who's actually aligned with you. Cause your coach should make you feel empowered, right? Your coach shouldn't make you feel insecure or anxious about your goals or should make you feel like your goals are wrong or make you feel like that your goals aren't big enough or whatever, because that's just, yeah. I'm not sure how to end that, but (laughs) That's a perfect place to end. Yes. That's a perfect place to end. Yeah. So I love so much of what we talked about. So if you are a business owner of any kind, this is your full on permission slip to, and reminder and encouragement, all of the things to take some time to pull out your journal, right? As always, I'm like always telling you to journal, but pull out your journal and really think about like, what are my priorities right now? what are my values right now in this season? And what are you being called to, to do to live that out? And what do you genuinely feel God is calling you to create in your business? Like, what are you genuine? Not what do you want it to look like? Not what does that amazing eight figure earner online want your business to look like? Not what you're seeing, but what genuinely would feel fruitful for you in your life. So take the time to do that is I think the last thing that we'll, we'll share on that topic is just take the time to reflect and to really identify what that will look like for you.